Hi, and welcome to the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Thompson. I'm a book lover, a chocoholic, and an INTJ living in a world filled with extroverts. I made this podcast to share my experiences and struggles as an introverted perfectionist and to bring the inner workings of an introvert's mind to introverts and extroverts alike. So grab a cup of tea and get comfortable. It's time to unmute. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. The Heart of a Perfectionist journal is officially live, so I will put a link in the description so you can go order yours today. I'm so excited about it. Um, Yeah, and just let me know what you think about it. Uh, This week, we'll be talking about instant and delayed gratification and why building a tolerance to delayed gratification is important. Um, So I kind of just want to start by talking about what is gratification. And so instant gratification refers to receiving immediate satisfaction, pleasure, or reward. And this often means you forego um, receiving a more rewarding future benefit in return for getting this immediate benefit in the moment, right? Um, On the other side, delayed gratification refers to resisting an impulse to receive an immediately available reward in anticipation um, of obtaining a more valued future reward. Um, So I wanna talk about this Stanford Marshmallow experiment. Um, You've probably heard of it before. If you haven't, I'm going to explain it really quickly so that uh, you can kind of just understand um, what it was about. So basically, they used a bunch of kids and they put a snack in front of the kids. And the snack was either like a pretzel or marshmallow or something like that. And it was just one of them. And um, the researchers told the kids, you can either eat the snack you received now or you can wait until I return to get two of those snacks um, and in the results they saw that many of these kids ate the snack immediately after um, the researcher left the room and they were left alone and they were like oh okay all of a sudden like now I can eat it right while there were others that waited for the researcher to return and they got Um, two of the snack instead so I kind of want to use this and talk about like okay so some of the kids waited some of the kids didn't wait why was it so hard for the kids to wait if they didn't wait and why in our life is it so hard to wait for some things Um, so unlike this marshmallow experiment delayed gratification isn't always so certain in the real world right? For example, let's say you're trying to lose weight and you go to a party and they have a bunch of dessert and, you know, if you don't indulge in that dessert, that doesn't necessarily guarantee that you'll continue to lose weight, right? Or that you'll see the results you want. Um, Because sometimes people might indulge in those desserts and they will still be able to hit their goals, Whereas other people may not indulge in those desserts and they still aren't able to hit their goals. 
Um, or let's say you're in college and your friend invites you to a party and like everyone's going and you're, everyone's super excited about it. They're like, come on, come on. But you have an exam coming up and you're like, oh, I really need to study for this. So if you skip that party, you can still perform poorly on that exam, right? It doesn't mean that because you skip that party that you're going to do well on that exam. And this uncertainty that comes with real world um, experiences is what makes it harder for us to give up the immediate rewards that we're presented with. Um, and so why is delayed gratification important, right? You might be asking yourself, okay, so if it's not really guaranteed for me, I can in indulge in the things that benefit me in that moment and receive that pleasure and satisfaction right away as well as maybe even hit those goals that I want to um why is delayed gratification important well delayed gratification is linked to your impulse control and what that means is that if you have high impulse control you'll usually be better at um delaying gratification in your life so going back to the marshmallow experiment um when the researchers followed these kids they found that the kids who were able to delay their gratification right the ones who were able to wait for the researcher to return and receive two snacks instead of just eating the one they were initially offered they often performed better academically were healthier, responded better to stress, had fewer substance abuse issues, and demonstrated better social skills um, in their life. And um, it's kind of interesting to see how this kind of encompasses pretty much all areas of life, right? It talks about your academics, it talks about your health, um, it encompasses um, social skills, and how those things how they can impact your uh, career when you're an adult like just realizing that increasing your impulse control and being able to delay gratification can actually set you up for success in the future and that's why delayed gratification is important in life um and so you might be sitting there like okay well i know i don't have good impulse control I know that I like instant gratification more than delayed gratification, and I often indulge more in instant gratification. How can I improve my impulse control and improve my ability to delay gratification? The biggest thing is trust. Like, that's the biggest thing um, that they have found in other experiments. Um, they... Uh, other researchers did a similar experiment with the marshmallows, um, but they had some kids who were told, um, when I get back, if you don't eat this, then I will give you two, and the researcher would come back, and they would give them two. And then they had other kids who they said, when I come back, I'll give you two if you wait to eat it, and they come back, and they don't actually give them two. Um, and that kind of just demonstrated that um, the kids who weren't able to trust the researchers 
we're more likely to indulge in the instant gratification and eat the snack right away because they weren't going to be guaranteed that second snack, right? So it's really, really important to have trust in your abilities to achieve your goals, right? That is critical to increasing your impulse control and being able to delay gratification. Uh, Because if you don't trust that you can achieve your goals, then you're going to be like, okay, well, I probably won't like achieve that goal I won't make it so it doesn't matter if I do this now right um I'm gonna go back to the losing weight example because it's a really easy example to use if you don't believe that you can reach your goal uh maybe you want to lose 20 pounds if you don't believe you can reach your goal losing 20 pounds then you might be like okay well I probably won't reach this goal anyway so I don't need to work out today Um, Or I probably won't reach this goal, so let me eat half a tub of ice cream or whatever it may be, right? If you don't have faith, if you don't have trust, and if you don't believe in yourself and your ability to achieve your goals, then you're not going to have the motivation to go after them and to delay the gratification and see the larger reward at the end. Um, Another big thing with being able to delay gratification is to set realistic time frames for your goals and have mini goals. Um, I'm going to use the um, weight loss example again, right? Um, So say you want to lose 20 pounds, you're not going to lose 20 pounds in one month, more than likely. Um, There are some people who probably have done that and I'm not going to discredit them, but more than likely you're not going to be able to lose 20 pounds in one month it's not a realistic goal that's five pounds a week and they recommend one maybe two pounds of weight loss a week to be at a healthy weight loss um, progression so if you set that goal of losing those 20 pounds all in one month you're not going to see the result after one month and you're going to be disappointed and you're going to think oh I can't do this so it doesn't matter and you're going to lose faith in yourself whereas if you set the goal of okay I want to lose five pounds a month okay so you have to lose just a little bit more than one pound every week and after one month you lose five pounds you see that result and you're like oh my gosh i've done this i've hit that mini goal i'm so excited to hit my next mini goal of losing five pounds or a total of 10 pounds in the two months right and so you hit your next goal and then you hit your next goal and you hit your next goal and then you've lost the full 20 pounds and you've set a realistic time frame for you to be able to do that and you were able to stay motivated throughout in order to achieve that and delay the gratif- uh, your gratification in some areas like, okay, maybe I'm not going to go um, out to this restaurant with my friends one night because I know that there's nothing there that will help me hit my calorie goal um, or something along those lines or like maybe you're not motivated to work out one day and you're like oh well I have this little goal I gotta lose five pounds by the end of this month I gotta do it right I did it last month I can do it this month 
And so you're going to push yourself to go work out even though you didn't want to. Um, so having these realistic timeframes and setting mini goals lets you see results early on and allows you to stay motivated and become more motivated um, in achieving your goals and delaying the gratification of some of the things you may want now that won't help you achieve your long-term goal, right? Um, So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or if you learned anything new, please go share with a friend. And as always, have a good weekend. And I look forward to seeing you guys again next week on the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. Wow.